I am thrilled to announce that An Actor Despairs is partnering with a wonderful CBD company called Kind Farms. Everyone out there has heard of CBD. I started taking it a few years ago when I first started getting sober and to help with my anxiety. Sadly, as one can do, I was overtraining in the gym, and a friend recommended a topical and a tincture to help with the pain. I tried it. It was okay. However, recently, I was introduced to a product that has really changed my life. Not only has it helped me with anxiety, but I am stronger than I have ever been. I'm able to carry out lifts my body used to prevent me from doing. Kind Farm products have single-handedly changed my life athletically and personally. They utilize 100% local licensed farmers, organic cultivation, and CO2 extraction for superior CBD. Kind Farms is turning CBD to a kind alternative to pharmaceuticals. Let's transform tobacco row into hemp row. If you want to get involved, please reach out. Together, we can make a difference. You can use my code RYAN10 for 10% off. You can find them on Instagram at Kind Farms Inc. All one word. That's K I N D P H A R M S I N C. And their website is kindfarmsinc.com. Once again, my code for 10% off is Ryan10. And now, let's get started with today's show. Welcome to An Actor Despairs. I'm your host, Ryan Perez. Today on An Actor Despairs, we have one of my favorite actors, and I mean that with every word of sincerity, Anthony Starr. You know Anthony as Homelander on The Boys, but he's been in so many other amazing things, like my favorite Cinemax show, Banshee as Lucas Hood, and he's also been in American Gothic and some amazing New Zealand projects that he got his start in. It's such an awesome interview, and he's so cool and down to earth, and I'm really excited for you guys to hear it. I'm so grateful, Anthony. I love you, brother. Here it is. Anthony Starr, welcome to An Actor's Spares. How are you doing, brother? I'm good, man. How are you? Oh, man, I'm good. It's such an honor, man. I'm such a big fan <laughs> of your work. You know, one of the things that's a reoccurring theme on this podcast is the separation between good acting and great acting. And you are one of the greatest actors. Like, watching you in Banshee, man, that's a... It was a really, you know, a show like that that's like spectacle driven and character driven is a really hard thing to balance. But I love that show. And, and that's where I discovered you. And I was like, man, this handsome motherfucker can act like he, and he's good. So I was like, ah, good justice yeah, prevails, yeah. man. Oh, well, that's, that's really kind of you, man. I and mean, that was a that was the first show that I did in um, America. So I do look back on it very fondly. And um I mean, I had a ball doing that, you know, it was just yeah, uh, it looked it like a it. great intro. I, yeah. I had, I had Tommy on the show and he was singing your praises. Tom Pelfrey. Yeah. 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 Uh, we had a bromance right off the bat, man. We, we, we immediately just clicked and, uh, we're still good friends now. So it's, um, it's, uh, it's, uh, gotta catch up with him actually in this uh, yeah, crazy yeah, times yeah. that we yeah. live in. But yeah, I know but he's crushing it, man. Well, it's funny because I, I he came on the show in season I think it was season was it season two or three. It was uh, right when season, your girlfriend died. It was season three, I think. Yeah, yeah. And um, I remember watching him, and he was there's there's not that many actors, in all honesty, that, that, that 
I'm around when I get not not jealous, but like wow, like kind of blown yeah. away. And I saw yeah. I saw him in a couple of scenes, and I was really uh, a pretty fucking blown away man. Like he's yeah. a super, he's a, such a talented guy. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Alexa we were, Fogel, we were lucky man. to get him. She yeah, knows how to find great. him. But dude, Amazing. you're the star, man. I'm uh, the boys. <laughs> like everything you're doing, man, and, and your journey starting in New Zealand. You know that. Well, what's it been? Well, let's start from the beginning. So you grew up in New Zealand, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was born in uh, Wellington and uh, little, little old Wellington, and then we moved up to uh, Auckland when I was about six or seven. Okay. Um, went to finish school, yada yada yada, and then. Um, Really didn't know what I wanted to do and traveled well, for a couple of years. And parents hmm? artists at all? Like I'm curious how the art. Like, did you always no. have an interest? Uh, I, I had a, an interest in painting and and creativity in in general, but I wasn't one of those people that grew up wanting to be an actor or anything wow. like that. I was really. Um, I still, uh, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do when when I decide I want to get a real job and grow <laughs> up. Uh, oh, yeah, you're too good. I, and, well, I don't know, man. It's it's one of those things, you know. I've I've, uh, I've heard a lot of actors uh, pulling out that cliche, you know, of act, act, you know, ah, people don't find acting, acting finds you, sort of thing. Yeah, but, yeah. And I didn't believe it, but now I'm now I'm over here, and it's uh, the reason that I am over here and away from home is is very specifically for work, and so I, I'm I'm inclined to lean into that that stereotype a little more. Amazing. It, I, I, I feel naive for not knowing, but what's like the New Zealand film landscape like? Is there much of like, like it's, I know Jermaine like, Clement, you know, obviously is the, yeah, the I mean, yeah. Um, so the, the, I mean, there's some, uh, some incredible talent in, in New Zealand. There really is. Um, but a lot of the time it, it's, it's incredible talent that here's the word no a lot because yeah. there's just isn't, there just isn't the the private finance uh, going around like all the films are made by the film commission is New Zealand on air and a few other funding bodies, but, but there is not, I, I guess everything's changed slightly with, with uh, the, the way that format and, and HD and everything is, is made. You, you can make a lot more for a lot less. Um, yeah. So that's helped a lot of content get made down there. But, um, it still is a, it's a pretty barren landscape in terms of opportunity for creative. So it can be, it can be pretty tough. You know, I've got a lot of friends. Uh, is that your dog or my dog? Yeah, that's my dog. I'm so sorry. Okay, great. It's okay. No, 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 it's fine. My dog's on the, on the balcony and she likes to. Guys, shut up. Like, please. Oh, no, am I going to have to tell her to shut up? Yeah. I love you, but shut up. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, it's, it's, Look, I, I love home. Um, I want to work there again, but it, it can be very difficult. Like I was going to say, I've, I've got a lot of friends uh, who are really talented and, and struggle, you know, struggle to find work. So um, inevitably, everyone, everyone um, at some point will either go to Australia or over here or both. Yeah. And even if, if they don't physically go there, uh, basically the way the, wor- the, the, the world is, has shifted um, in terms of putting tapes down and sending auditions via the, the, the interweb. Yeah. Um, you know, it has made the world a lot smaller. So, so it's, it's, it's more global than it, than it was for some of my older friends say that 
came up in the nineties and, and that wasn't, those opportunities weren't there. So it's better, but you know, slim pickings down there, man. Yeah, man. So then what, what was your journey? When did it, when did it find you? So I did, I did a bunch of, um, commercials and smaller, smaller TV roles. And then the thing that really, um, the, uh, the, the first real full-time job that I ever had was a show called Outrageous Fortune in mm-hmm. New Zealand. And that went for six years. That was a um, huge hit there, wasn't it? It was world famous in New Zealand. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, it, it really, it, it was a great bunch of people. Um, it's, it's that thing, you know, the chemistry set was right across yeah. the board from the, from the writers to the directors, to the cast, everyone, um, was the right person in the right moment in the right place. And it connected with, uh, connected with New Zealand in a way that no show has, uh, had up till then. And I mean, to a certain extent you could, there's probably a good argument uh, that, uh, that, that no show has since it really was a, it, it really did take off, which was great for all of us yeah. involved because, you know, that was, um, I remember that was the first time I, I this sort of day in day out was going to work on a, uh, on a set. And that really, um, it, it really helped me decide one that I wanted to do it and two, yeah. uh, that I could do it and you get past the newness of everything and get into a, a, a position of actually feeling really comfortable on set and, uh, starting to expand creatively rather than, sort of going on to foreign sets for, for small chunks of time. And then, you know, before you, before you know what's going on, you're offset and it, it's, it can be so, it can be ruthlessly quick, but getting in, getting on set all day, every day, um, was a game changer. So it was a, it was, it was great. That's amazing. And do you feel like in some ways this was your, your drama school, your conservatory, you know, the show like learning by doing, yeah, very much to a certain, well, to a certain extent. I'd done, um, I'd done classes, uh, oh, okay. you know, ver- various classes, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. In my early twenties and mid twenties, uh, I was lucky. I met some really great, uh, New Zealand. You're talented, cool. man. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, you know, for, for a small country, New Zealand punches above its weight and, and thankfully, that's attracted a couple of really good teachers down there. So I, I had the, the fortune of meeting them and, uh, but yeah, being on, being on set and working on a show day in, day out, definitely, um, in terms of film and TV work, um, helped to, to, to crystallize a lot of things and distill a lot of things for me. And just really, I mean, it's like, what do they say? 10,000 hours to become, yeah. I mean, in this case, I think average, uh, you know, very average. And yeah. I think so getting 10,000 hours on a, on a show that was successful and, uh, yeah, it really set things up. And, um, then I popped off to Australia and, um, how many seasons it, of that show did you do? We did six, six of, wow. yeah. So we did a lot. And I played twins oh. on the show, so I was I was a dumb character and a smart character for effectively, wow. yeah. So I had a lot of, you know, that was really interesting as well because I had a different relationship with the directors 
in, in that I had to create scenes with myself. Um, yeah. Almost on a daily basis. So, so the extra work that I had to put in really helped me, um, develop an understanding for what's going on for the other person. And rather than be so focused on what I'm doing, uh, really starting to shift focus away, away away from your 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 own perspective uh that very subjective experience in a scene and into uh a more objective uh perspective and, and see what's the scene actually about yeah right you know so which is which is great it's a it's a really good it's a really good exercise and and i think mo- i i would recommend anyone do it because you know a lot of actors that i've that I've worked with have a tendency to come in and they know exactly what things are from their perspective, but have never considered the alternative, uh, the other persons. And uh, I think you can cut through a lot of, um, you you can save a lot of time and also expand a lot of your own awareness of what, what the story is and what your, your place in it is and serve the needs of the story better. If you're, you've got a broader awareness, less, no, I don't want to say egotistical, but less based on your perspective and more on the overall of what's going on in this scene and what's what, how does it benefit story and how we, we you know, there's a, there's a, there's bigger things at play than, than you. And I think that's yeah. really important to keep that in focus. And that was, that was the show that really forced me into, into a situation where I had to start thinking about that and looking at that because, um, if not the scenes, yeah, you know, they wouldn't work. And um, so it was actually that that was pretty amazing to be able to do that for six years. That's so you beautiful. Know. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm curious then with the Australia pivot, is that like if you're living in New Zealand, is that the L.A., you know, kind of move like? Yes, sort of. It's like uh, yeah. uh, it's like Sydney is uh, a bigger version of Auckland and. LA is a bigger version of Sydney, you know? So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a step, a kind of, not, a, I don't want to say a stepping stone because, you know, Australia has got a great industry, a very strong, a very solid industry. And they make some really fantastic. Yeah. I just had this uh, great actor, Toby Wallace on be, become a good friend, man. He's crushing it. Him and, him and Ben Mendelsohn did a movie called baby teeth. You got to check it out. Oh, I don't know. I don't know him, but I'm a huge fan of uh, Mendelsohn. I think. Oh he's, God. He's so great. And yeah, yeah he's, he's so good. Um, and it, it's, it's great. Like he's, I mean, he's, he's been knocking around for a long time. I, I think the first thing I saw him in was an Australian film called mullet. Yeah. It's a long time ago, but he's finally getting the recognition that he deserves. Cause yeah. Cause he, he started working man. as like a teenager there. Right. And, it, yeah, and he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, he's been around for a long time. And, uh, I just, I, I've always, always liked him I think he's fucking amazing he's finally he's reaping the rewards of his success talents um amazing man and i'm curious then when when you were there you know what kind of projects were you go like who were some of your contemporaries at that time you know like so i uh actually what I, I was over and um i flew myself over to australia just to when, when the show finished um in New Zealand, I was like, okay, well, I've, I've got to do something. I've got to be looking yeah. for work. And, uh, just went over and went on a, a, a casting call around casting agents and just 
I, I hadn't been there for work, so um, just thought I'd just go and see what was yeah, going on. And, totally. And, um, I had to uh, go into a, a casting agent called Kirsty McGregor, and she was casting a film um, for Blue Tongue. And Blue Tongue Films are the guys that did um, an Australian film called Animal Kingdom. Yeah. And, um, right, so they were um, – they were casting a film, uh, and off the bat, it just while I was there, they said, "Oh, do you want a cold read for this film?" And I went, "Sure thing," and um, did, and then went round, did the rest of my meetings, and left. And then they called back and said, uh, "We love it. Can you come back over and um, do a sort of a, a screen test with yeah. um, Joel?" Uh, Joel yeah 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 and so i went back and we pushed each other around in a in a room um and i got it and that was that was the first that was yeah it was it was great i just sort of walked from new zealand into a job yeah over there so i went over and um shot that with them and uh that that was a uh, wish you were here which was fantastic and those guys are amazing so yeah um yeah, I lucked out. It was it, it was great, and then TV shows over there, and um, then it it was on the, the right home about in all honesty, um, but uh, it was great. You know, I kept working, and, and that was that was the important thing. Is I kept yeah, you know, you keep doing different projects, being inspired and learning. And learning yeah. Yeah, I mean, whatever you're doing, you know, there's always something to take out of it. There's always something to get out of it if you've got the right sort of attitude around things. There's always something to learn, even if it's from by 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 someone's negative example, or yeah, or you know, you you learn that you shouldn't have taken this job. Yeah, it's funny. Jack Quaid and I did a really horrible movie together. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, ironically, those. Those horrible movies, I found you learn a lot more from. Totally, you know, you really, you really learn from from your mistakes, uh, and especially around um, around your own. In, in, not, I don't want to. I don't want to be too dramatic about it and say your own integrity, but but to a certain extent, that is that is what I mean. Around, you know, if, if your gut tells you not to do a job, don't do it. Yeah, uh, and, and every time I've been on a job where I've been really frustrated and really kind of upset with the with the result i i knew before i went in instinctually it, you had yeah it didn't yeah didn't feel right and then maybe there's been a couple of times when i got up I, you know i was i was a little especially as i was when i was coming up you know i didn't have money and they offered money and so i went oh fuck it yeah great yeah yeah you know we we're all gonna we we're gonna eat and there is a reality in that as well so i don't that's why i don't want to sound too precious about it because you know at the end of the day um i i do have a slightly working class attitude towards it that, you know, we've all got to work. Yeah, um, man. You know, you can't eat, you, you, you can't eat and, and pay the rent with your own integrity. And, uh, no, that, it, it, that, it gets you, you nowhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, landlords, landlords tend yeah. to frown on that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so, so realistically, like there's been times when I've taken jobs and then been miserable, but, but they've served the purpose, you know, they've got yeah. me. You got to survive. I mean, yeah, like you survive through them and you learn from them and you move forward. And, um, so then, uh, you know, something like at the end of a uh, uh, couple of years in Australia, um, something like Banshee comes along and um, and and you're, I think, 
was America always kind of in your like in your mind? Like at some point, I'm going to go there and give it a try. Or sort of. I, I'd been uh, I've been over in the states a couple of times. Well, for for a, a number of times, but only for short stints, like three or four weeks here and there. Um, but I'd had representation over here for a couple of years, and then um, with with no nothing really came up. And then I think, like like I say, you know, you learn and you grow and you 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 life catches up and you're in the right position to walk into the right room and yeah sort of stick it you know and 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 i i'm a great believer in um in in timing not uh, you know uh, in good luck being yeah. uh, the combination of timing and hard work so i really do think that Everything that you've you've done leading up, even if it's been positive or negative, whatever, is is standing you in good stead to walk into that, into the next thing, and be positioned appropriately, or you know, it's not the right time. So, uh, and I think that helps you um, keep uh, you know keep that horrible competitive edge away. I don't like. Yeah. It's not it's not good to be. Um, competitive with people or comparing yourself too much with other people because you know what are the comparison is the thief of joy so yeah comparing is know. fair man i know it well you know yeah i mean yeah, you can really yeah. drive you can drive yourself fucking nuts by yeah. looking at what other people have gotten and yeah. pining for it instead yeah. of just especially watching yourself. friends of yours rise faster than you are yeah. you know you yeah that yeah that, and nobody and wins I, in I, that game no it's and it's, it's horrible you know there's um i've never i've never bought into that because I do believe that we each, everyone, everyone's on their own trip without getting too metaphysical, but everyone's got their own path, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and you're on it. And, uh, it, it's sad though. I have lost a few friends over the years that got a little competitive with me and I just, it's quite a negative energy to be around. So I'm, I'm just encountering um, the same thing myself. It's really interesting that you're saying yeah, that. It's really, it's really tough. And, um, yeah. And and it's it's a bummer because you want you know I I, I want everyone to work I want yeah. everyone to feel feel good about where they're at and feel good about where I'm at and that's yeah. kind of how I treat everyone else so I, I if it's not reciprocated I find that it's I, I it's a it's a very difficult um it's a it's a difficult space to be in for everyone you know it's yeah good, it's not good for for them it's not good for you so I think you know especially during this pandemic I think it, there's been a lot of room for you know more so the energy you want to surround yourself with and the energy that you don't want to surround yourself with. And yeah, I, I mean, this is, this is, this is a, a, a very reflective time, isn't it? Yeah. And, um, we're really forced into that, in, into a position uh, of we're forced to stop. And, and yeah. then a lot of stuff comes up with that. And it's, uh, it's, it's a, that's a crazy thing to be alive, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, at being a beautiful and insanely talented man, when, when you came to the States, I'm sure, you know, Marvel and all these things and Hollywood studio movies <laughs> were coming your way. Like what, talk to me about the Banshee thing. How did, how did that come? No, it was not like that at all, my friend. It was, uh, I wish it had I well, wish it it been. been. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What the fuck? What, what happened? Why did they do that? Yeah. Uh, I, I, it was not like that. It was, um, you know, I, I think uh, actually the Banshee thing was just something that came up. I was in Sydney working on a show and, uh, 
they asked me to put a tape down for this action show and i i did for the, for the lead role of this action show and i was thinking the whole time you know i've never done any action i've never done anything like yeah. that um i have a, a martial arts background from from a long oh, time ago awesome but yeah when i was a kid i did karate for six seven years but but that's a long time ago. I made know? it six so, months before I was like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, know. It's, I, don't like getting, I don't like getting hit too much. I'm yeah, not sure yeah. It's, it's not fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so anyway, I put a tape down and, and they liked it. And then they flew me over for a whirlwind uh, screen test with Alan Ball and Greg Gutierrez, Jonathan Trapper, who's, uh, they were all the creators of the show. Yeah. And, um, they they cast me four hours after the screen test because they wanted me to come back. And so that was on a, I believe it was on a Saturday. Yeah. Flew over on the Friday, slept, uh, had, had meetings that day on the Friday by the time I got here. Then the Saturday had the screen test at midday. By 4 or 5 p.m., they told me, hey, you've got it. And we want you in again at 10 a.m. to read with the uh, the the three candidates we've got for the lead girl role. Yeah. Um, so I went, uh, celebrated very, very briefly and then went yeah. in the next day and um, uh, read with the girls and Ivana Milicevic got it. And, yeah. um, and that was all, all she, and then I flew out um, that evening to get back. And then I was on set at, uh, at 8 a.m. on the Monday morning. And wow. it was, um, it was just a whirlwind trip. It was such a, a bizarre thing that I finished this finished this job and went home to New Zealand for three days, uh, and then took off for North Carolina. It was just it was so bizarre. So it, it you guys really, shot it like, in North Carolina. Yeah, the first three seasons in um, Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, pa- partially in New Orleans, but only a very small snippet. Oh, that's right. And, you guys had that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had the one sequence with yeah. uh Chayton, Chayton Littlestone. And then season four, um the the state got rid of its uh incentives. North Carolina got got rid of the incentives. I'm from right? Virginia, so, so you know oh, okay. same thing happened yeah. to Virginia. Yeah, a little yeah. bit foolish, but um but yeah. you know, yeah, that was the way it went. So we went up to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Got up in uh, Pennsylvania for the last season, which was which was um I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. It was interesting. There's a lot. Pittsburgh's got a lot of character. I actually had a, I had a really great time there, but, but, um, it was, there was a lot of, uh, it's, a, it's an interesting town, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of rebuilding going on. Well, for those who, who, who are probably listening to the wrong podcast, if they don't know, Banshee was this amazing show that existed on Cinemax when they were doing right. such amazing content. And that show I mean, I felt like it must have been the most fun show to be on because I felt like every episode had a thirty million dollar budget. You know, it's <laughs> like <laughs> no, we, no, we just had, we just had, uh, we had an. I mean, it wasn't a low budget, um, for, but it looked um, like it was a blast. And, and you as Lucas Hood, man, you were you were so amazing as that character. You know, it's <laughs> it's it's easy to settle into a show like that and and not find the nuances and the layers to that and, and to just kind of keep doing, but you always, you know, man, there was, you kept me entertained. You know, you were, you were the reason that I kept watching that show. And usually that kind of show wouldn't be my thing, but you were fantastic. And I loved you. And I, 
that's where I just became a, a Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. It was so wonderful was watching awesome. you work. It was it was great. And then you and and uh, is it Trieste? Uh, Trieste? How do you Trieste? Uh, Trieste? Trieste? Kelly Dunn, Yeah. She yeah, was, you uh, guys had such was, great um, chemistry, and and then yeah, Tommy, so many great talents on that show. There was, and we, we you know, we, um, Greg Yutanis, who's the uh, showrunner, did a pretty like he was really good. And I, I don't. This is not a humble brag. But he, he's he's very very good at uh, at picking people and putting a group together that is um, compatible and and creatively uh, enhance e- each other's you know the, the chemistry set again yeah, you know yeah. he really is uh, extremely good at that and um, our, our DP Chris Faluna was amazing so he made it look like he made that show look like a million bucks or, or thirty million as you said. Yeah, and, um, it looked like a Nolan movie to me. I was like, you know, I know. It, it really is. He, yeah, he, yeah. he's 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 a he's a really great DP, and he was, you know, swears like a little pirate, um, but he's he's amazing. And um, and then the rest of the everyone, it was just everything came together again. And and I think one of the reasons, uh, I, I think they expected it to be a broader um, action show. I've talked to Jonathan about this, um, who's the writer creator. Yeah. Uh, and they, he, he anticipated that it would be a, a, a much more of just an action driven, um, stock standard sort of sassy quip here and there, but mostly just brawn and all that. Uh, but they hired actors that had, like, I'd, I'd never done action and, and all I was used to standing in, in bedrooms with girls arguing yeah. about breakups, you know, and doing, like dramatic stuff. And yeah. Excuse me. So, so I think when they when they put the cast together and and put it up on screen, everyone was everyone was digging underneath and really trying to get as much uh, drama or arguably melodrama in there um, as possible. And it just made the it, it made the end result a lot more interesting than if it had just been a stock standard action. That I mean, yeah. that said, the action sequences were pretty epic and. Um, yeah, uh, that that police pretty, shootout at the, it was like insane, crazy. Yeah, we had a, you know we had a, um, we had a we, we had a schedule that was I mean we were we were an hour and a half behind before we started before at breakfast we were an hour and a half behind you know yeah. we were it was it was so packed and we had to rush uh, and really get through a lot of material very very quickly. Um, were you doing most of your own stunts? Most, uh, uh, let me put it this way. If there was, if you ever see anyone flipping or doing anything that that looks like an insurance risk, uh, (laughs) it's probably not me, but then we would have to do like, we would have to do full, we, we have to know every part of the fight because what they like to do is, um, shoot the, shoot the fight. In, in wide shots a lot of the time with the actors it, so they could always use it. Got it. And so we put a lot of training in uh, with the fight sequences. and um, It's funny, actually. They, 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 I, I always laugh at this. They're, they're so lucky uh, that I knew how to throw a punch because when I went to a screen <laughs> test, nobody, nobody asked the question. You know, you're coming to do this action show and nobody checked that. They said, they said have, you ever, have you ever done, like, what fight training have you done? And they said, oh, I did martial arts when I was a kid. End of story. That wow. was it. They never. They, we never did a physical check. We never did anything to see how I moved, whether I could do choreography or anything yeah. like that. They just 
they just they went ahead and cast and it was and riding a uh, motorcycle <laughs> no i can't ride a motorcycle <laughs> oh that, that wasn't was you up, no 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 that was me up on a up on a low rider dude <laughs> okay. looking badass yeah i can do yeah. this and um and working with going, oh, Frankie, man, you and Frankie, your scenes yeah, are so good. Yeah, I love Frankie. Oh, yeah. the best. I mean, Frankie's amazing, man. And he was, um, actually, I think my first, yeah, my first scenes up were with him. And um, we, we, we we clicked immediately. Yeah. We, we just got on like a house on fire. And that, you know, I think that reflects in the scenes as well. We had a real ease uh, on, on the show personally, which, which reflected in, in the work. You know, there was a lot of, little moments that we could find because we actually enjoyed each other. So it was, uh, it was great, man. We had a really, we had a really good crew on that show. And it was, uh, it was, it it was a lot of painful. Yeah. A lot of fun. Those fight sequences, man, they hurt. Oh, I'm sure they looked like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And and the squibs and all the other, you know, but I'm crazy. I'm, I'm so curious to ask you, brother, you know, when, when you come out of a show, I mean, you had done the show in New Zealand, you got six seasons, Banshee, you got four seasons, you know, yeah. and I, I, I mean, I discovered you then because uh, I love Cinemax and, you know, re- retroactively looked at your other and you, I'm curious what was interesting to you, Anthony, like what was coming your way? What made you sign up? Like the, did the boys, was that the next thing that, um, yeah, I think um, I did another show in between um, American CD, Gothic, American Gothic. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You're and great. Whilst I love the people on that, I'm I'm not. If I'm honest, uh, the show did not. Uh, the result w- was not. The sum of its yet. parts didn't add up in the way you. I think. Uh, yeah, it yeah, just yeah, wasn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it wasn't what we planned for. It wasn't what we anticipated, and and in the end result, and uh, was like I said, I love all the people on it. It was yeah. great. In that a lot happens. of ways, yeah. that was one of the ones I learned a lot from. So, um, <laughs> so we, yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and so we were. Um, me and my reps were like we, we, we were pretty selective, and um, were you pretty exhausted I, of TV at this point? Did you wanna? Go do um, some indies or, you know, a no. Marvel movie or. Look, if, if, uh, whatever opportunities come up, um, you entertain any, any of them. And it's just what was coming along at that point, because the industry also contracted the, the, the independent feature side of things really contracted after 2008. And that was around when I started coming over to America. Got it. Um, and because of because of because I primarily had TV and um, there was some films in there, but what was going on in the states was the expansion of of the TV industry yeah. and the collapse of the independent feature market. Because totally, you know, the the industry became so risk averse, so it was either ultra high budget, yeah, or ultra low budget, like the. Uh, uh, what other the, the, that horror franchise that they made those films for about five hundred k and. Oh, the house thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what yeah, was it? Yeah. Um, paranormal activity. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the conjuring yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. Such such low budget, the minimum risk and yeah. maximum output. Minimum input, yeah. maximum output, right? Yeah. So so the industry was really uh trending differently and the opportunities that, that came my way were uh were in TV and we were shooting for for those independent feature roles in particular but so was everyone else you know yeah and without much of a uh 
I mean, uh, the, the good, the great thing about Banshee is internationally it did really well. Yeah. But domestically in the States, it, it really didn't, it didn't perform particularly well. And, uh, it, it was, um, well, I think because it, of where it was positioned in the TV landscape, it just, uh, with Cinemax really trying to rebrand and create themselves yeah. as a destination like another HBO, um, that we were part of a building process and, yeah. and the beginning part of that process. So it was, uh, the, the opportunities that came along were, were, were primarily in TV. Um, but post that American Gothic, we, we sat back and went, right, we, we, let's get, let's be selective. Yeah. Let's really be selective. And so I knocked back a number of things. Um, and then, uh, it, it was funny. There was another, another Amazon show that, uh, I was thinking about doing. They wanted me to come on board for the third season of it. And just something didn't feel right. And I'd yeah. kind of learned my lesson by then. And I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really, I'm, I'm thrilled that I, that I didn't because I didn't cash my chips uh, too early with Amazon. And, um, and then the boys came along. I was filming uh, a friend of mine's film. Uh, actually, you know, Ulrich Thompson. Yeah. From Banshee. Right. Yeah. So he wrote, he wrote and directed a film called gotta be, um, which is a very strange little piece. Of yeah, that's sausages. the one that just came out. Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. I mean, to check it out. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty bizarre, man. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy. He's, I, a, uh, he's a he's a pretty uh, he's a pretty unique individual, and his film is reflective of that. But uh, so I was out in New Mexico shooting that, and um, I got a you know this audition uh, briefing came through for this show called the boys. And I was like, well, I, I'll get to that when I can get to that. I didn't even yeah. look at it. Um, cause I was swamped. We were working every hour. God sent. And, uh, after a week, my reps got back and they said, Oh, like, have you looked at it yet? Come on. We need it. Yeah. We need it. Yeah, yeah. This is, a, this is a good one. And I sort of brushed it off and said, good, goodness me. Don't you know how busy I am? <laughs> and, uh, and they said, yeah, we don't, we know you're busy, but just, just put a tape down. Let's, let's yeah. get your hat in the ring. So almost out of spite, I sat there with my iPad and a dictaphone, uh, and a, used a spot on the wall and, and so gave, a shitty my tape. Lines with my, <laughs> gave a shitty tape from my dressing room on this film set. <laughs> And I was almost like sending it going, yeah, fuck you. Hey, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and then I got a, a call back two days later from my, from my manager saying, um, good job. They loved you. And I was like, what? what? It's Wait, always what? how it goes. <laughs> it was so bizarre. It was, yeah. And it's, um, and it, and then it went from there. I had to like, I, I bought the, uh, behind the scenes guys, uh, a bottle of whiskey each. And actually, it was one guy, a, a producer, one of the producers, and the behind-the-scenes guy. I gave them each a bottle of whiskey to help me um, do it, do a my screen test oh, uh, wow. at lunchtime on set, and um, they did. And we sent that in, and and that was it. A couple of weeks later, I, I heard they you got it. So oh. yeah, and it was great. It was um, you know, by that stage, of course, once once they liked the first taping, um. I gave it much more serious consideration because I mean, it was yeah. already kind a of comic. Yeah. Well, it was already a comic, but there was, a, there was really great people involved. Yeah. And, um, 
it was always something that I, that, that it, as soon as that first taping got some uh, traction, it was like, okay, dig in and, and yeah. you know, do some work. Um, and not to say that I didn't on the first one. No, I, I get it. I, get, I, know I was just a little distracted, yeah. you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it was like, yeah, ah, yeah. I don't know how to juggle all this. Yeah. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm one of those, I'm one of those people that can only do one thing a day. Yeah, you know, I, and that may that may just be getting the mails, and and then I'm oof. Can't I'm, do, I can't I'm, do I'm the same. I ran four miles today. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I, I yeah. Put on the soaps. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, that's, uh, uh, and, I, and, uh, you go, 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 go. Oh, uh, you know, talk to me about Homelander, man, because like I know putting on a suit like that, it can be, it can be awesome or it can be humiliating you know how did and then let alone you have a character that's really three characters you you got the public you know persona the private persona and then the relationship with elizabeth shoe and he's he's kind of really those three people and this is why you're such an amazing actor man is like i didn't see you know lucas hood i didn't see anthony you know i saw homelander you know i right all that guy and and there's so many layers to him you know, was that yeah, something I mean, you really worked on? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, and the 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 great the great news was that you know, uh, look, a lot of writers. Um, actually, I've been very fortunate with 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 writers for the most part. Um, like Jonathan Tropper on Banshee, for example, and Eric Kripke is the same. That uh, you know, the, the the kind of guys that are very generous and very open um, with their material and not precious about it. Um, it's not to say they're not protective of it, but um, they're not going to just change things willy nilly. But if if you come in and you've got a, a reasoned, uh, not argument, but a reasoned position uh, or, or angle to to make adjustments or creative ideas or whatever, the exchange has always been really yeah. good with both of those guys in particular. Um, but sp- specifically about Eric, you know, he he was always my door is open, and, yeah. and so I took him up on that and. Um, because I do like having that exchange. You get a lot. I, I find you get a lot out of that. Yeah. Um, and, and you look to a certain extent as well, even if like, I need that. I, I, I need, I, and I think a lot of creatives are this, oh, great. I've got to fly. Oh, dude. <laughs> I, I can't stand them. Anyway, no, I, I know. Yeah. Distract me, that little son of a, um, but use the karate skills, bro. Just think. I know. Where's my, where's, my, where's my chopsticks? <laughs> I'm going to Miyagi that son of a... Um, but no, Eric, Eric right off the bat was really collaborative and really encouraging. And I think, I mean, his, his line was, you know, I'll, I'll always, I'm happy to take, uh, I'm happy to take credit for whatever you cook up. So bring it in, bring it on. Yeah. You know? yeah. And um, it, it it does make you take a different level of responsibility for the character and commit to the character more, um, and inspires you creatively. So, so he's, I mean, he's a, he's a fantastic guy to have helming, helming the show. Um, and, and a lot of what's there was already in the writing. And then I would go back to him and, 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 and it was very rare that there was something that I would, question in terms of structure or anything like that it, it was usually nuance and layers and oh what about this what about this what about this yeah and uh and he just kept he keeps encouraging it and adding to it you know that might fire him or like fire an idea in him and then so it's a very open um relationship and that uh, creatively and that it, it 
made a character like like Homelander, it, it it gave us so much more room to move dimensions. Um, and, yeah, so much more. Yeah, because yeah. because you're not you don't feel like there's a restraint of like oh you know if I tried different things then. I might get it wrong. You know, he yeah. was encouraging us to take risks and, and give it a shot, you know, try, try, try. And to a certain extent, uh, we're still doing that. Um, because season two is really an expansion of season one and dealing with yeah. everything from all the repercussions of season one. And, uh, and that is, you know, that is at, at, particularly at the moment with, with still the, the ever expanding, well, maybe not in COVID time, but the ever expanding TV landscape that just yeah. seems to get bigger and bigger and bigger as these online platforms keep oh, gearing man. up. And it's, it's like just, Facebook, Yahoo, everyone's, you know, it's like, it, it's crazy. Yeah. Everyone is jumping on the wagon, man. And it's, I don't you know, know if it's sustainable, you know, it's, it, it doesn't, I don't either. I, yeah. I'm waiting for yeah. the contraction yeah. in that respect because yeah. I, I, you know, I talk to everyone. I can't even, people are bringing up shows I've never even heard of. Yeah. Let alone watched. We're just so, there's so many shows now yeah. and they're all, not all, but a lot, a lot of them are really good. Yeah. There's a lot of really good shows coming out. And I think that's one of the, one of the huge positives of, of, of TV is that long form storytelling. You get to tell the story of the characters in, uh, in a different way. Um, for example, uh, my all-time favorite TV show is um, Deadwood. And oh, I just think I'm the Deadwood I'm a the is, Wire guy, but I I love Deadwood. Uh, yeah. I mean the the Wire yeah. and Deadwood yeah. are like two faves. Man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it must have been cool streaming. working with Frankie then, you know? Oh <laughs> uh, man, <laughs> Frankie, the yeah. dirty commissioner, yeah. the dirty commissioner, Burrell. Um, that was his name. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that show. Yeah. But, me uh, too. So, so what I, what I was saying though is is um, you know Deadwood was one of my favorite shows, and I you got to love so many of those characters, and then when they put the Deadwood film out, um, but, you know the, the narrative structure is different, and they've got to focus on different people, and they've really got to pick a path for an hour and a half, right? So I missed a lot of the the, the characters that I loved from the, the series because it's just a different format. You can't yeah no. you can't get to them. So so on, on that in that vein on that note, um, that's one of the, the great things uh, about the boys because we've got a huge cast. We've got a yeah. massive cast of characters. Yeah, I know. But we have the time and the space in that TV uh, long form um, long form story that we can actually we can dig into these characters more and, and yeah. fiddle around with nuance and uh and really do something a little a little different to to most other superhero shows i'm so curious you know that that day you put the homelander suit on what did that feel like you know was that well that, i mean that's an interesting process because um those suits take about six months to make so we started we got they had to cast all the superheroes uh, about seven months before anyone else. That thing so, where uh, they, seven, paint, they paint your body or whatever? No. They, so what happens is we went in and we did like a full body. We get stripped down to basically like skin tight outfit yeah. and then do uh, uh, a body scan. So they have a measurement of our, of our ah. body. And um, then, you know, there's 
a series of um, fittings and measurements and casts and all sorts of, uh, it's a real process, man. So then they start putting the muscle suit together and it's, it was piece by piece over six months, this thing coming together. So I saw it in every phase, and it, but there was there was one point when they finally got the the eagle the blue eagle material over the uh, the muscle suit, and it started re- and they put the cape on, and it was all just being held together with thumbtacks, yeah. you know, it was basically all pinned together. But you started seeing the shape of this dude coming coming to being, and the boots were there, and the gloves started. I mean, nothing was finished. Yeah. But it all started coming together. I had brown hair and stubble, and 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 so it was still. It was like oh, you start to you start to see inklings, and then by the time we got up to Toronto, and we had to get there a month early because we had a bunch of fittings and shoots to do. Yeah. Um, but the suit was effectively finished. It had to be tweaked and adjusted to. You know, there's a, it's a it's a pretty ever evolving. Uh, relationship with those suits they 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 tend to break and then you gotta you gotta remake and find and they're not necessarily uh ergonomically perfect right off the bat so there's it's a constant adjustment and evolution process was it better in season two i hope um it was a little bit better but they made two new suits yeah because the the suits from season so we had two in season one two in season two and of course they had to rebuild them from scratch so again it was we sort of had to reinvent the wheel a little bit um uh with a new team came in and to make the suits and i mean they were great both years but they 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 have a very i mean they get pretty worn out at the end of the season are you able to pee when you want Without having to take so the that's one of the that's one of the adjustments we had to make Ah, at at first it was like I was I was leaning over. I was sort of I had to really push this, this pant down and ah. and lean forward like on an angle uh, on a forty five degree angle over. Oh the God! Um, just to sort of hopefully not get get on the all over the floor, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just, yeah. and not pee on the suit or yeah. anything. And so, in the end, we have a little we have a little zipper, a little uh, zipper in the front Perfect. that I can yeah. I can make things work. But that was a process of uh, refinement as well. So there's there's all the the, the suits really um, have a life of their own, and kind of oh. you 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 have to fit around the suit because uh, they, I mean they they cost so much money to make, and they 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 require so. Did much you keep attention. one? Oh, they wouldn't let me do that. My friend uh. worth more than me. I'm going to call Bezos, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can I'll afford be, it. I'll be like, yeah. on, Jeff, give me a seat. Yeah. No, I think, I, I think at the end of the show, uh, whatever, uh, whatever run we have on the show, hopefully they'll, they'll let us take one each. But yeah. um, if they don't, I will be stealing it. So, yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. Just, we'll do some Banshee-style shit, man. Yeah, pretty much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punch and kick my way out. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, taking, I'm taking this suit. But, uh, no, they're, 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 they're amazing. And, 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 and that moment of, you know, I, it, it's funny because I do all this work and all this script stuff, but then I don't really know, even in rehearsal, like I don't know what's going to happen on the day until we hit it. Yeah. And then something happens that when we're in the environment, I mean, everyone's different. Everyone's got their own way of working. But when we're in the environment and it's and it's 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 there, the person's there, the outfit's on, the, 
we're in the boardroom and there's this beautiful big set and and it's go time. And then everything sort of comes together and all that work that you've been doing on the script and all whatever you've been doing sort of congeals or, or conglomerates into the moment and yeah. then then you go for it. And um, again, everyone's got their own process, but it, that first scene that we did, because I, I was only in two two scenes in the first episode, so I sort of turned up, everyone's been working and I've been doing nothing, just going out <laughs> and, Toronto and hanging out and getting to know the, the restaurants that I like up there. And then I turned up to work and it was um, it was the scene sitting in the boardroom asking everyone uh, who they'd saved this week. It was like a little pep talk for the seven and it was uh, Starlight's first meeting and she turns up late. And it was... Um, it's really weird, man. It's the, I don't know whether it's the, like, it's the, the, I think it's just everything at once, but that but putting on that suit as well. I mean, first of all, it adjusts your posture. It, yeah. you, I literally can't move in the same way. So it, it forces me upright and makes oh. me feel six, a little. Six three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I've, got, yeah. Yeah, I've got big pumps on. I've got yeah, all these yeah. lifts in my yeah. shoes. So I'm like much taller. And, yeah. But it does. It, it, it makes you, uh, it, it 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 adjusts things internally, and then um, all of a sudden we rolled that scene out, and it started feeling like, ah, oh, this is this is good. And then it became, you know, the season one as as with any show is a process of discovery and yeah. figuring out what the show is and what the character is, and um, we just kept and will keep kept kept playing, and then um, season two did the same, and that's what we'll continue to do if we ever get out of LA to yeah. shoot uh, at season three, which um, will be great. But yeah. it's, it's, it's always a process of discovery and um, hopefully and um, forward movement and evolution. Oh man. So beautiful. And uh, I'm so grateful for you coming And You're like a total bro, man. I could just talk to you for hours, man. You know, <laughs> well, uh, you know, talk to me, man, you know, as a, uh, you know, a, a young wide eyed, you know, New Zealand, New Zealander or Australian, you know, or an American dreaming this dream. Any, any words of advice you would give them? I know that's very loaded. Um, I, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm the right person to give anyone advice. You know, I mean, I, I, uh, the best advice that, that, that I think anyone can give anyone is just, uh, is, uh, is two things to be yourself and, uh, and don't quit. Yeah. Love That's that. it. You know, if you, do, if you refuse to quit and just be you and, uh, at, at, for better, for worse, I think, you know, you'll end up in the right spot, whether it's, uh, who knows, it might not yeah. be in this industry. It might, yeah. it, 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 it might be something else, but if you, if you goes back to your guns, staying to your instincts, man, you know? Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, it's really easy to get sucked into this, with this industry and it, it it can very easily become the be all and end all of, of your life. And um, I don't necessarily think that's particularly healthy. Yeah. Um, But uh, I, so I think the more you can maintain yourself and go and do what you love and um, stick to your guns and, and, and uh, I think I think if you do that, then um, then regardless where you end up, you'll be a whole human being, and I think that's more important than than making it in this in in, in any industry, to be honest. But um, that said, 
if you don't quit, then um, something's got to happen, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, stick to your guns and stay the course. And I think that was a. Uh, my um my acting teacher got trained by Sanford Meisner at the neighborhood playhouse, oh, wow. and um, I believe Mr. Meisner said to him and all the classes, uh, "I wish you long will," and uh, meaning, you know, I, I hope you have the will to stick it out because yeah. it's, it is not an easy industry. I mean, arguably no. none is no industry is, but this is this can be a particularly merciless and brutal industry to be a part hey, of and i'm on a, i'm good. hosting a podcast you're doing a show man so one <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, uh, but it is, i mean look we've all we've all it swings and roundabouts man you 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 have an up you have a down and um you have periods of work and periods of not where i mean i had a year and a half of not working when i was trying to be selective and do the and, and pick the next right actually just before the boys um when I was really, you know, just cautious about uh, about things and wanting to get it right, and that was yeah. that's hard, man. A year and a half of not working is there's all sorts of crises of confidence and yeah. uh, and, and and issues that, that are associated with that and come along with that. But uh, you gotta stick to your guns, stick yeah. to your guns, and just keep like Rocky. Just keep getting up and keep doing. <laughs> you know? There it. you go. Be I'm like nice. Rocky. And then final question, man, anything else besides season two coming up in the works for you that you can announce? Um, What's difficult because at at the moment we, you know, there's not a lot going on because of COVID. Yeah. Um, That said, um, there has, there's been a number of films that have, that have come up and it's just, honestly, man, it's about timing and, and, there's not anything, uh, not nothing, nothing shooting domestically. That, that not for me anyway. All the yeah. things that I'm looking at are over in Europe. So fingers crossed, yeah. Europe will stay stay relatively safe, and we can. Uh, well, they don't have Trump. Other. Well, they got Boris, yeah. but uh, no Trump. You know, yeah, but I think Boris, uh, like uh, Boris, has got maybe maybe the same um, barber, but. Seems to be a little more in control. Yeah, you know, they've got the same oh. the same hairstylist, but uh, yeah. Well, no, actually, one's same thing going on with their weird hair, but uh, but he seems to have got it got it relatively under control over there. So, like, we 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 cross our fingers and hope that um, the world the world uh, can can get to a spot where we where the industry can take off again. I know it has in some parts of the world, but. Um, Fingers crossed, my friend. Fingers yeah, crossed. fingers crossed, man. I I just had my first movie audition for something in, in Hudson, so who knows? Maybe New York will be the place, and and we'll have that night. Well, yeah, I mean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that night. Yeah, that night. Oh Jesus. Oh man. Um, yeah. But uh, but no, we'll we'll see, man. Hopefully, like like you know, it's it, like you said before. Well, like we we, we were talking about before, you know. It's funny talking about the film industry and talking about trying to get work and, you know, hopefully the world, when, when people are getting sick left, right and center and dropping off, like fly, you know, not to be glib about it, but there's a lot of people dying, you know, and it's, yeah. um, I, I think, every, I, I think a lot of the people that I know as well uh, feel pretty grateful as like, like not just, I mean, work would be the cherry on the icing on the cake, right? That yeah. would be amazing right now but not getting sick for the for the most part is what people seem to be focusing on so 
Yeah. That's my job for now is uh, taking care of my dog and not getting sick. Andy Starr, man, it, it, you're such an incredible actor, man. And, and so many amazing things are in store for you, whether it's boy season three or the next Oscar film, because I know it's going to be you, man. You, you got the talent. You sure got the looks, man. And, and oh, in all seriousness, man, I, I really appreciate your honesty, your candor and just your down to earth attitude, man. It, it was such a pleasure. And, Let's get coffee one day. We'll, we'll we'll save that crazy shit for another life. And hundred uh, percent, man. I, as and, soon as the uh, as soon as the inputs are, are <laughs> a bug free ish, yeah. And I'm in New York. We'll get that coffee. Thanks Love again you, for this, brother. Yeah, and yeah. we will. Uh, I'll if I'm in New York, I'll hit you up. Yeah, man. Stay in touch. Much love, dude. All right, pal. And, and let's do this again someday. Fucking night, brother. Uh, all right. Much love, all right, man. Thank you. All right. Peace. If you like the show, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening.